Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. I was saying that Pastor Andreas had received a message from God. Uh, he, he was busy preaching about it, about repentance. I did not have the chance to listen to his message, but I know that what God told him for the family and the church of Jesus actually is the call to repent. God is expecting his church to repent. Uh, to repent means to change the direction or to come back to the right direction. That word, if you see it from the French perspective, in repent, we have two words inside, re and pent. Re means go back. Pent means the highest position. So God is expecting his church, is waiting his church to go back to the highest position, to the true identity. And there is a cry in the heart of God for the church in our season. So as I was praying and thinking about that, see uh, what, what can I bring as my uh, simple contribution to this topic? Uh, what came in my heart is that I believe that one of the things that God is expecting from his church today is the true application of Matthew 6.33. It's one of the things that God is expecting from his church, actually. The book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you or will be given to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. So notice that the Bible does not say seek only the kingdom, but the Bible says seek first the kingdom, which means that God is not against you and me seeking for certain things for our lives. God is not against for you to seek for a better job, for you to seek for a better life, for you to seek for a good woman to marry, for you to seek a place to buy or something like that. God is not against. But the Bible says seek first, which means above everything that you can seek in your life, the first thing that you must seek is the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But what is happening today, it is the reverse. We are seeking, we are after other things, but we are not pursuing the kingdom. So there is a call to repent because God told us that we must seek first his kingdom. When he said that seek first the kingdom, it means that we must seek the influence of God in our lives, the government of God in our lives, his rulership over our lives, that first of all, I need to be influenced by God. First of all, I must seek that God be the ruler in my heart, my life, my heart the government of God upon my life. This is the first thing that we must see and we must establish in our life. That as I'm living, as I'm walking, as I'm working, everything I'm doing, I am under the influence of God. The kingdom of God is established in my life. His righteousness is established in my life, which means God's ways of doing things. So this is what God is expecting from the church. But what we are seeing today, 
is like we are pursuing other stuff that are not very important and we neglect the most important thing which is the kingdom of god and his righteousness and the church needs to repent to reposition itself to go back to the way that god wants us to live as believers and is the church as the church of god we are living in a very difficult time that we see that the influence of the world is much visible in the church today and even in the life of the believers we see the influence of the, the world is much visible more than the influence of the holy spirit more than the influence of god himself his word in our life therefore there is a call to repent because the influence of the world is so very strong actually in the church of god and even in the lives of the believers the bible says in the book of romans chapter 12 verse 2 and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god do not be conformed to this world but you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind so the scripture is showing us that the church is not called to conform to the world but we are called to transform this world not to conform but what is happening today we see like the doctrine of conformism is ruling the church is ruling the life of the believers we we want to be like the world in order to win the world is what is happening today but in according to the mind of god we don't need to look like the world or to act like the world or to live like unbelievers in order to win them to christ this is a lie from the pit of hell all we need is the power of god is the presence of god with us for us to be able to win this world you will see uh what is happening today in different churches if we try to look back 25 years ago it was very easy to make a distinction between a gospel musician and the secular musician but if you look you you just watch your tv look watch all the gospel channels other stuff you will see that sometimes it's becoming difficult to make a distinction between gospel musician and secular musician why this is happening now it's becoming sometimes difficult to distinguish a pastor and a movie star we see certain confusion why you it's because the influence of the world is much visible in the church certain churches are doing their best say let's try to dance like they are dancing in the world let's try to dress like them and then we'll be able to win young men to our church they don't use the power of the holy spirit they don't use the gospel but they want to conform to what is happening outside in order to attract them to the church this is not the mind of god because the bible says that you shall receive power when the holy spirit will come upon you and you look you you'll become my witnesses for us to witness jesus we need the power of god on us we need the fire of god on us with the fire of god with the power of god with the presence of god we can go out and win souls to jesus we don't need to act like them so that they, we may be able to attract them to the church 
So the church needs to repent today because there are many things that we are doing today, we are practicing today that are against the will of God and the mind of God. But God wants us to be the true ambassadors that we represent incorrectly. We represent his kingdom here on the earth. We bring his influence everywhere we are, at our workplace, at our churches, families, marketplace. We are bringing the influence of God and his kingdom. So what God is against with the church today is conformism. The church has a specific mission that it needs to fulfill. But the tragedy is that we have lost our identity as God people. That's why God is calling us to repent. Book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 13 and verse 14 says the following. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Jesus was telling his disciples in the presence of the crowd that you are the salt of the earth. This is our identity. We are the salt. And the salt cannot lose its flavor. The moment the salt loses its flavor, it becomes useless. No impact, no influence, because the flavor is gone. And God is expecting us to leave our identity, the salt of the earth. We are the one called to bring flavor. This world is corrupted. This world is living in confusion. It is our responsibility to communicate a divine flavor to this world and make it a better place to live. How can we do that? If ourselves we have lost the presence of God, how can we do that? If we, we are not ourselves influenced by God, because the moment we lose God's presence, we lose the influence of God in our life, we lose the impact of his word, we are automatically like salt without flavor. We need to keep the presence of God, our communion with God, to live our identity. We need to bring a flavor on this earth. We need to influence our community. We need to bring the life of God. And the moment we are not living under the influence of God, we lose our responsibility. We lose our capacity to influence this world. And that's why the church is called in the season of repentance going back to the right direction, changing the direction, following the will of God and doing what God wants us to do. Verse 14 says that you are the light of the world. A city that is set on hill cannot be hidden. We are the light of the world. It means that the world is in darkness. We are the light. How can we bring light in the world if ourselves we are not shining? It is impossible. We are losing our mission. Because we need to be shining in order to remove darkness in this world. We don't need to run away from unbelievers, but we need to shine our light around them and take them out of darkness. Because sometimes we may think, okay, because I, am, uh, I need to walk according to God's will, I need to be uh, uh, the light of this world, I need to be the salt, and then 
I cannot uh, talk with the people who are unbelievers. I cannot greet them. I cannot visit them. No, it's not what the Bible says. Verse that you are the salt for them. You are the light for them. So you don't need to run away from them. You cannot fellowship with them, but you still need to be in contact with them. Because the only way for the salt to change the flavor in the food is by contact. Without the contact with the food, the salt cannot change the flavor in the food. Without the contact, the light must go in darkness to affect, to remove darkness. You cannot do it from far. There has to be a contact. As a church, we need to be in contact with the world, but not by living like them, but by bringing the influence of God's kingdom, by shining our light around them and bringing them from darkness to the light of God, by bringing the flavor of God, showing them the love of God, showing them the values of the kingdom of God, showing them what God can do for them, what God expects from them, what God has done for them on the cross, showing them all this stuff. The moment we begin to live that life, we are changing our community. But when the church, instead of displaying the life of God, we are copying the world, it's becoming very difficult for us to be able to bring our influence in this world. It's becoming very difficult for the church to, to win territory, for the church to bring change and impact. So God is expecting for us. So the question that you must, everybody listening to me tonight, you have to know that God is calling us to repent and to go back to our highest position. Everybody has the responsibility to shine. All of us, we must shine by extending the influence of God's kingdom in our community. You will not be able to succeed your mission if yourself you are not influenced by God. So we need, first of all, to put ourselves under the rulership of God, that we cannot do anything if it is not the will of God. We live under the rulership of God. We, we catch the mind of God and we work with the mind of God. We make sure that what we do is the will of God. We make sure that we are following the direction that God is showing us. We don't go our own way. The moment ourselves we are fully influenced by God, fully under the influence of the Holy Spirit, it will become easier for us to influence other people outside. But if ourselves we are not influenced by God, we are influenced by the outside, we cannot help the outside to come in. It's becoming difficult. So uh, this is what, what was burning in my heart, my little contribution that I believe in this season that we are, God is asking us for the real application of Matthew 6.33, that we need to seek first his kingdom. We are not pursuing his kingdom. That's why we see many churches, people like, I'm a pastor, I'm leading a church. You see people coming, they want you to preach them. No, because we have problem. preach us about deliverance. We want you to preach us about prosperity. Preach us about this. They, they want things that can make them feel good. Make them, uh, okay, this, my needs are this. I want my need to be met. But forgetting that the Bible says that if you can seek first the kingdom, the rest will be given to you. So we don't need to fight for the rest. We need to fight for the kingdom, the influence of God, the rulership of God in our life. And the rest can come automatically. But when we reverse, we begin to seek for the rest. Forgetting the kingdom, nothing will happen. So it is our responsibility to search our heart, to see where am I with God? What is uh, my pursuit actually? What am I pursuing? When I go to the church, 
when I wake up in the morning, I pray, what, what am I pursuing really? Am I seeking for God or the things that God can give to me? What is important, it is God or the benefit from God. So when I stand in front of God, I don't want to see his hand first. I want to seek his face. I want to see his face, not his hand. But the church today is seeking for God's hand. I want to see what is in the hand of God. And I don't want to see his face. His face is too holy. His face is shining. And I'm living in sin. I can't look at him. But I want at least what his hand can provide. But we need to stop seeking for the hand first, but seek for the face. We need communion with it. We need to look at him face to face. There is nothing in us that can prevent us to enjoy his face, his presence. We need to be purified and sanctified that God can trust us, put his word in us, his grace in us to be a blessing to our community. God is expecting us to be the vessels of honor, people who are purified, sanctified, people who are ready to bring the message of God, of Christ in our society. So if we don't change our mindset, we will become like the church of Rome that, 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 that Paul said that don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Everything starts from our mind. So we need to look at ourselves and ask yourself the question, where am I with God? Am I still revived? Today in our church, I start a new series, the sign that can show you that you need uh, revival in your life. So there are 28 signs that I will be teaching the church that you can see that these are the signs that can prove you. You have lost the fight. You need revival. And today we spoke only one sign. It is when the prayer becomes a burden, it is a sign that you have lost the fight. When in your life you say that it's becoming difficult for me to pray, difficult for me to spend time with God, it is a sign you need revival. You have lost the fight. Because when the fire is in you, you will feel always attracted to God's presence. Prayer will be easy for you. But when prayer becomes a burden, they need to remind you to pray. When you are always in a hurry in God's presence in the time of prayer, you are always in a hurry. It is a sign that you have lost the fire. You need revival. When you can only pray when you are in trouble, it is a sign that you have lost the intimacy with God. You need revival. When you, you can pray only uh, when they, they are calling you by force, it is showing that you have lost the fire. Prayer cannot be a burden. David the king said that early in the morning, I, I'm seeking you, I'm after you. My, my soul desire you. My body is thirsty of you. He was a king, he did everything, he had everything, but his soul was thirsty of God. When there's no test anymore, it means that you need revival. If you cannot remember the last time you prayed, because there are certain people who ask him, when last did you pray? They say, uh, I don't know, let's think, let's think, uh, try to think. If you cannot remember when last you prayed, it means you have lost the fire. You need revival. Because if you are revived, if they ask you, when last did you pray? Not this morning. That would be the answer. But if you must think to find out when was the last time, it means that there is no fellowship between you and God. There is no communion. You have lost the fire. And God wants his church to remain in his presence, to remain under his feet, to receive more from him and being able to go out to influence the world. Not the church that is only seeking for material, for money, for position, all this stuff. God knows that 
it's good for us. He can give to us. We are his people. We are his children. God wants to give us life in abundance. But God wants you. He wants you first. He wants you to say, Father, what I want is you. I need your presence. I need you in my life. And the first thing that you do every day is to talk with your dad. Is to spend time with him. It's like in a love relationship. If you, you have your wife and, and uh, you, you don't give her time, you don't talk, she will start to complain. That's why we don't talk. We just, but the moment you talk much, you see there is joy in the house. There is peace because you are giving. In love, you need to give time. You can't talk with someone, okay, you are my fiancé, and you just go to visit your fiancé for five minutes, and you say, no, I'm going back, I'll see you next week. She will complain. So, no, why you don't stay with me? Because we, we, we are in love. Love relationship will cause you to spend time. So, if also we love God, and God loves us, we are in relationship with God, you cannot stay five minutes with him, say, no, no, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm in a hurry. No. It's like you are with your wife or you are fiancé, things like that. You spend time with the people that you love. You enjoy their presence because you love them. And this is what God is expecting from the church. The church must show love, must spend time with God. That we love you and we can receive more from you. The moment we do that, God can trust us and empower us and give us more to be a blessing to our community and to influence people around us. So. Uh, I think this is what was in my mind as a contribution in the call to repentance. So what God is calling us to repent from is to turn our eyes to him and seek him first, put others after God. But God must be number one. And number two, avoid to conform to this world. Don't be afraid that if if I look like this, they will mock on me. If I speak like this, they will criticize me. No, don't please people, but please God. Don't try to be like unbelievers in order to win them. Be different, you're going to win them. All you need is the power of God on you. You will witness Jesus Christ. And these are the things that we need to develop, and God will be glorified in our life. So this is what I wanted to share with you briefly concerning uh, this season of repentance. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.